Who you thought would die but lives again. (laughs) It's like syphilis. It never goes away. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm Lucas, you know, as as you might know. And then uh, I would say across from me, but let's just go ahead and say across the state. Across the state from me, you. uh, (laughs) It's me. It's Jake. It's Uncle Jake. Uncle Jake is drinking tonight because it's been a long fucking day. Uncle Jake's corner. Get ready, folks. Um... First of all, just the, not that anybody was asking these questions, I feel like we should address it. Yeah, we realize we've been gone for a hot minute, you know? We do we, realize we that. We call it hiatus. It has been a hiatus for us. We took a brief hiatus. Um, Jake took another job, moved halfway across the state. Um, I moved to apartments. I got a dog, um, did some soul searching by the beach, you know? Yeah. So, I um, like met a Moldovan woman that you would play Sir. your sweet woman like i don't fucking know what you do what the hell is Moldovan music even like it's not like acoustic guitar it's gonna be is, it, is it, it what if it is just only acoustic guitar just acoustic guitar just douchey acoustic guitar just keep playing like uh yeah. i don't know like stained or like uh or like jars of clay or some shit like that three doors down <laughs> anyway we're not we're not here to talk about bullshit bands from who came <laughs> from the shit. early 2000s yeah the whole point no, of this is to state that we, both me and lucas have had a very difficult time lining up our schedules and now we can finally do it yeah so here's the deal yeah. um we're gonna try to record once per week um at the very least we're gonna put out two episodes a month um no matter what you should be hearing from us twice a month our goal is to still do weekly but if not that will be every other week um we're going to debut a new type of episode. You'll get to that in a moment. Um, every other week, you're going to hear from us one of our more factual research-based episodes, um, led by Jake, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on other weeks, you're going to hear a new topic, um, a new topical show that we're going to debut here. I don't have a name for it yet. But essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to go back and look at old newspapers and just see what kind of crazy shit was going on at random points in history. Um, we're going to go kind of around the country and things like that. The first few will probably stick to Jake and I's home state of Wisconsin. Um, but then we'll kind of branch out and stuff like that. And yeah. I doubt we'll get suggestions. But if you guys have any suggestions, uh, feel free to reach out to us. We are, still active. <laughs> we are still active on social media. We have our Facebook account, our Instagram. Um, we have an X account, but God, I'm not going to use that. Let's just be real. That app is just Elon just deserves to, you know, eat like some. I don't know. He, he should eat a bag of dicks, give or take. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that's the case there. Uh, so, in I should note that if you want to send us an email at any point, that's uh, gonna be hackedhistory101 at gmail.com, and then we should be at hacked underscore history on pretty much any other social media out there. Um, if you do for a chance want to look at merch, I don't even want to plug in merch. We've been gone for 5 million years. But you can find merch at hackshistory.com, uh, actually. We got that yeah. site. So. We do have a merch store. We do have a merch store. Um, we might actually look at updating that at some point here because we've got – this is more of a but behind-the-scenes moment, but we should actually look at changing some of that stuff up, Jake. Um, our classic logo shirts are good. We should come up with some more stuff that's more prevalent to what we're doing now. Um because we got some older topic stuff in there. But we got that merch store. If you do feel so inclined, uh, go check that out. Um, so with that being said, um, just so you know, uh, the next episode we're going to put out, we're going to return to our Medical Marvel series. Yeah, um, that, we're that's talk a, about still a relevant more, topic. We're going to talk about some more crackpot medical processes and 
who knows? Maybe one of them will even be like modern, you know? We've got some really yeah. weird yeah. ideas going out there. Yeah. So, and Jake has not told me yet what he's thinking of doing. So, oh, no. it's going to be just in- a giant yeah. surprise. Yeah, this will entirely be for you something that only I will be able to fucking give you. You will be yeah, you will probably I, be very upset by the end of it. I hope so. I really do. That's mm-hmm. I wanna be extremely pissed off every time I record with you. That's that's how I know we're doing good. Yeah. You just, just you have to have a, a moment of soul searching that involves you possibly violently hating the country you come from. Exactly. Yeah. So um, and I tell you what, we're gonna. I, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I, some of these newspapers, I think it's more fun if we're both surprised. So, this one I have not particularly read yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just gonna have a fun little journey of discovery together. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're starting like, with like a, you, like you at summer camp, exploring yourself, learning, learning whether or not you pop a boner because a male friend hugged you. All of the fun things that we have to offer there in this episode. It involves just reading an old newspaper. Hey, and you know what? I know it sounds like uh, just an old newspaper. And on some levels, it is just an old newspaper. But guess what? You know what, you know what else is in old newspapers? Porn. Words. And you know what can make you laugh? <laughs> words. And Jake and I like to spew some words. So that being said... It better um, not be fucking we... maps. Not after the last time we talked about wherever that one place in Cuba was. We're like, it's it sounds Where's the goddamn map, Jake? Where is it at? It's out there. I have a massive map now in my room, in my apartment oh, that I live in, in, in whatever love... town this is. You're like Michael Jordan. You took that personally. I did. I take all things personally. So that being said, um, we're actually going to start um, fairly close to our hometown here. Um, we are starting in the, the great city of Wausau, Wisconsin, with oh, the Wausau, God. Wisconsin pilot. And Jake, do you want to give an, a guess as to what year I picked here? Um, I would guess. I, you gave me two options. I totally forgot what they were. Uh, I would say sometime in the 1920s. Yeah, I, it's unfortunate that I told you the year beforehand because I wanted you to guess, but then I realized immediately after saying that I, I told you what fucking years we were going with. <laughs> nice that. job, jackass. Uh, so, again, we're working on some kinks here, friends. Um, this yeah. should be. Uh, anyway. Uh, like not telling each other the full story before you tell us the full story. We're working yeah. some kinks out in the audio. We're working some kinks out here. We'll in fix it in post. I'm working some kinks out inside my brain. Actually, is what's happening. Um, Those so are this kinks one, you can't fix. This is the Wausau, Wisconsin pilot from November 10, 1921. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to kind of set the tone of where we're at historically, um, we're short just out of World War One um, by a couple of years here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we uh we haven't hit uh, actually we we're past the the flu pandemic um yep, that's 1980 happened. spanish flu epidemic yeah yep so and uh any other historical context you want to give our audience before we start oh, on God. jazz is just hitting only mm. the lower 48 um and music we are vibing on the radio <laughs> we are aggressively not like acknowledging the massive class divide that is going to fucking topple us in 1929 but uh, yeah, fucking yeah. party all around. Hey, party on, man. Party on. Garth, you party know every, saying? yeah. Party all the time. Party all the time. Whatever that one thing. <laughs> My girl wants to party all the time. Oh, God, we're going to get food so fucking hard. That's, that's enough. Um, that's, I, that's, that's as much as we can legally sing listen, without him asking us to give him money. 
No one has asked for our singing to come back, but guess what? I'm bringing it back. And we're bringing it back. WrestleMania nothing. Yeah. Anyway. Um, our tired and well-worn bits that we've done. Okay, so the first article I have on the first page for you um, is uh, <laughs> would, <laughs> would Spank Boys Win Bad? And the I'm sorry, title. whoa, stop. What? <laughs> We're Something starting out here, man. Would Spank Boys Win Bad? Oh, God. And the okay. subtitle is Morality Must Be Part of Curriculum of Schools. Spank Boys. <laughs> Yeah, but honestly, like, okay, so first, I've not read this article before. What I'm thinking is we're definitely going to hear an argument for violence against children. And, yeah. man, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> it's going to be one of those weird things, though, where it's like violence against children, and then they ask the man it on the street morals. bit. Well, it's like where you see them doing the ask a man on the street bit. Where then, like, there's that one older man that's like, back in my day, the priests at school used to put us in the closet with them, and I learned just fine. And then you have to, like, as you're growing up, realize you were molested, and you accepted that and moved on with your life. Yep, okay. So with that, we're going to get going here. So, we are returned to, quote, normal. The world is surely back to those good old days. When children had to learn something at school and were not permitted to fiddle their time away with games. All right, can I just take it? This is literally, like, this could have been written, like, yesterday, the way this is started. This it's sounds like, sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah. Um, at least all this is indicated in a speech made by Superintendent S.B. Toby of our city schools before the Wisconsin Teachers Association in Milwaukee when he quote, certainly advocated an occasional spanking as a necessary part of the upbringing of a child. So, so okay. far, no surprises here. We're just straight going into it. We're straight up going into it. Um, okay, so quote, I'm going to pause you for a second before you read yeah. on. You're right in that it sounds like it would come from like a Wall Street Journal editorial board where they're yes. like, one person out there that's like, I advocate that if I spank the child with the paddle, the child gets to sign it. And we're like, we should arrest that man. Arrest that man right now. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Okay, let's see how crazy this can get. Quote, it may be old-fashioned is the title of an editorial appearing in the Milwaukee Sentinel last Sunday. In which, the editorial, in which the editorial writer considers Superintendent Toby's idea a welcome one. Quote, the majority, dot, 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 who still entertain in some measure the solemn, the solemn-esque view of youthful training will, will, um, one sec view of youthful training, oh no, I think it was just a, there's just two lines there, will welcome the remarks of Mr. Toby, the editorial says, obedience is a vital factor in civilized relationship. Amid the, Amid the Tommy rot about self, <laughs> what the hell is Tommy rot? I have hold up. I gotta figure it out as you're going. Amid the Tommy rot about self-expression of children, the desirability of treating them as grown-up persons, the cruelty of inflicting even slight and passing physical pain upon them, Mr. Toby's robust declaration sounds refreshingly upon the weary ears of plain people who were spanked in their infancy without harmful effects and have seen no great difference between themselves and the children of today is so far as spanking necessities and spanking facilities are concerned. 
<laughs> I right, literally gonna... okay. Oh, just hold on before you go. Right. I literally have never heard such an eloquent sounding description of why it's okay to spank kids because we were spanked as kids. <laughs> oh god. All right. So I'll I'll just tell you. Overall, Tommy Rot means utter foolishness or nonsense. Oh my which god. It's just another fantastic. nickname for bullshit, I guess. But also, Tommy Rot. <laughs> I love the fact that that was taken from people who clearly when they stub their toe nut their pants because they were spanked as a child at the wrong time in their lives yeah it's just like man that is just i mean that's so damn eloquent though from like someone who's like clearly learned but like also just out of their minds yeah i know uh so to modern thinkers we who hold that a child should be permitted to develop without parental discipline, Mr. Toby will appear a, quote, reactionary and dangerous educator, the Sentinel says. Yeah, no um, shit. The next, the next subsection of this story is called Are Indispensable. Immediately upon Superintendent Toby's return from the teacher's convention, the pilot sought a summary of what he had said. Because we are a polyglot nation, it is imperative that a moral code be thoroughly taught. <laughs> In our in the schools, Mr. Toby says, besides because in many homes implicit obedience is not taught, because in many homes lawlessness, selfishness, selfishness, and discord are habitual, because law, order, and youth un, unselfishness are indispensable to a strong, happy, and prosperous nation, the state must teach morality, Mr. Toby said in this interview. I love how he's basically saying, if we don't spake our kids, we are going to develop into a, com- a country of lawless asshole thug. Yeah, I, I realize you guys have never seen this movie, but uh, it, if you want a, a Mad Max world, then we can't spake our kids. What is Mad Max, kids, sir? <laughs> but if we spank our kids, we can spank them into obedience, damn it. God. Oh my fucking god. I love the fact that he he had to be getting paid for the word for that. Number two, the fact that he he goes as a stereotypical individual of the time to be like, why, if we don't beat our children, who will beat our the communists will beat our children? It's like one of those fucking things. Yeah. Like it's, it's the literally... bane of every teacher's school board meeting with PTO where some asshole's gotta make an equivalency to Nazi Germany. You know, even though we're you know, nowhere near that. You know what this is on levels? It's um like from uh God, what is the movie uh that we like to quote all the time where the, the guy at the end just ends up becoming Hitler? Um but it's about not dropping a bomb. But it's um uh, you know what I'm talking about? The one with uh Doctor Strangelove. You yeah, know, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. point in Doctor Strangelove where it's like, Mr. President, we cannot afford a, I was it a bomb gap not, or what is? No, it it was it wasn't a bomb gap. It was like the at the very end of the movie, the guys talking of like it just basically. Did, I think they were saying something like we can't afford to have the fact that if the Soviets uh, outproduce us with humans. Well, we can have several hundred humans. <laughs> Fucking yeah. like it was the weirdest ending to that movie, and it's a great movie. I think it's a great learning tool, but, you, but you at the see, same see, time, it it just ran off the fucking rails at the very, which, very end. Essentially, this article is using the same line of thinking. It's like we can't afford a spanking gap. <laughs> if we have a well, spanking gap, I tell gap, you what, who give it a spanking gap? Country, Germans will. That I didn't go to fight shit. the Hun in WWE just to have a spanking gap in my own home. It's like Man, what? If, if these people hadn't done. 
people actually spanked their kids more, maybe World War II wouldn't have happened. What? World War what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, we got more. Uh, it's not done yet. Quote, I have no patience with the weak, maudlin, timid parent who is hysterically fearful of breaking the selfish will of his delicate offspring. No son so sensitive, so fragile, so inordinately susceptible to adverse criticism that his life will be effectively thwarted. Too many parents, blind to their own neglect, neglect and stupid selfishness, selfishness have weak and weakly yielded to the mistaken idea that unadulterated obstinacy is commendable will. Stubbornness and wildness ought to be checked, bent, or broken, and the earlier the better. Okay, you know what this also gives me, like, ringing, like, vibes of? This is also the right around the time where eugenics really starts to come into play. Yeah, and some of the wording really in here is really... <laughs> I mean, he's talking about life just being, like, you being, like, a... Essentially, you say you're a piece of shit if you're not willing to be, like, strengthened by the physical violence and... This really is like survival of the fittest put on the humans, which is exactly what eugenics well, is essentially doing. Okay, so what I see in that article that, that you're reading out to us is, is yeah, that, that idea of like eugenics. So it was 1921. So, I mean, granted, the, the seed of it's probably floating around, just hasn't really gained the national you know, currency well, yet. Like it does in the starts, 30s. This is when it's start, yeah. starting to become prevalent. Like, yeah, when, like when it, it started here. Because when was the Scopes Monkey Trial? When was that? That was uh, in... I should know this answer, but that was in 1925. So it's not like... It's just about four years off. But like it's wild to me to hear that, especially because I work as someone who works in education, where you will hear older adults who have the ward of children who literally make this same argument that it makes the kids weak if you don't beat them hard enough. Yeah, it's it's really problematic, honestly. Well, and it's like one of those things, too, where as I'm sitting there, all I see is, like, this wild-eyed fucking dude who probably has no fucking children of his own, who's like, oh, well, I tell you what you can do. Well, you're going to make your child gay if you don't beat the shit out of him every single day. And it's like, what? What yeah, the hell? I mean, like, what is this reasoning in which you have? I mean, this guy might as well just be Joe Jackson, you know, beating his way to the Jackson 5. Oh, Joe Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah admitted, Mike... I thought you meant Joe Jackson, the basketball player. No, like Michael <laughs> Jackson's Joe Jackson, the football player. And yeah, Michael Jackson's dead. Uh, Tito. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, is it Tito? I don't I don't know what Tito's doing, no. <laughs> if he's okay. still alive, I have no idea. Anyway. So... Uh... Not savage or cruel, quote, just in the degree that the teacher fills the place of the wise parent. Well, well, she can serve the welfare of the child and the best interest of the state. It is not necessarily savage, cruel, or inhumane to compel a child to obey, even though one may have to go to the extreme of administering necessary punishment. The vigorous application of a, of a shingle or... What the? <laughs> the shingle or a slipper to the soft and flesh portion of the posterior region of his anatomy while he was still in the plastic period of childhood would have saved later many a boy from shame, his parents from disgrace, and the state from great trouble and expense. Oh, I, I'm mean, starting to see. This sounds to me 
like um because i remember doing a i went to when i went to san francisco i went and saw alcatraz and this is literally not verbatim but this is very close to the way that they saw dealing with prisoners at the time which was literally you have to break their spirit in order to get them to be complacent in society now that in most cases you are dealing with hard murderers but this is not how you fucking do it. Are you ready for the? Uh, you're not. You're not ready for this. Way this I'm not ready. Yet. Let's bring it on. Let's go. Let's take this train Mr. off the rail. To- Mr. Toby then proceeded to illustrate his theory by the story of Gravio Princip, who murdered Archduke Franz Ferdinand, Crown Prince of Austria, a half degenerate boy, because of parental neglect. <laughs> you ready for this? Ready for this theory? You just, you just <laughs> pulled a fucking 9/11. If somewhere back there in the infancy in, in the infancy and childhood of this generation, who, whose parents are a watchful state, had instituted the fear of man, the fear of God, and a sense of personal accountability in the minds of the immediate and remote instigators of the world war, the fields of Europe would not be now fertilized with the blood of, in, of infinitely precious human sacrifice what in the, the face fuck? of such a terrible illustration of the consequences of uncontrolled will, unbridled ambition, uh, it, inordinate, inordinate blasphemous conceit, utter selfishness, and satanic ruthlessness, what? I can feel nothing but pity and contempt for the weak, wishy-washy, criminally foolish parent or teacher who is so abjectly fearful of, of breaking the arrogant self-will of his child. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Again, Wausau Pilot, 1921. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. What the hell? What the hell? It sounds so cracker-ass nonsense because as I'm sitting there listening to you read it, all I'm hearing is the same fucking thing I hear from, like, what is it? From, like, um, oh, like when you hear people who are grasping at straws trying to defend themselves for bullshit yeah. thoughts. Where it's like, well, in, if it really was a disaster, I'll tell you what, was it as big a disaster as 9-11? It's like, what? Wait, no. What the fuck? It doesn't invalidate the previous disaster. It's not fucking math. Like, what are we doing No, it here? doesn't work like that. It's not two negatives to make a positive, asshole. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> exactly. Oh what is the, No. I'm I, gonna, I am genuinely upset by the equation that he made that a man, a grown-ass man at that, but more or less... The- Killed another person due to an extremely complicated ethno-nationalist fucking dispute. It ended in the fact that you had several countries who said, I want the land of these... Like, there is so much that he just simplified down. I want to go back in time. I'm going to punch this guy's dad. How about the fact that... I'm going to give him a wedgie so hard his fucking uncle dies. The fact that he really just said World War One happened because Europe didn't spank their kids enough. It's oh just insane. Christmas. Oh, my God. Oh, man. We're not oh. done yet. There's, there's a couple more paragraphs. Oh, good. Good. I'm fantastically happy. <laughs> Hardly degrading. Quote, I'm not an advocate of ill-advised, indiscriminate corporal punishment. Neither, on the other hand, do I believe that the infliction of physical pain is necessarily degrading, either to the administrator or to the recipient. What the hell? is? So he's trying to walk it back here, but he's not. He's yeah, he's, just, like, realized that he was, this has got to be a drunken, like, Fucking like thought process going. I know what we should do. We need to be our kids more. Well, I don't actually mean it like that. What I actually was saying was, 
Because like half of what he said was like he was drunk the night before, and then he had to walk it back because his boss was like, "Gary, what the fuck is this, man?" We we might have to follow the story of this man just to see what kind of other crazy shit he did. Oh my god, we have a name on him. We can probably find it somewhere. (laughs) We do, we do. I have not I've I've said it before. It's B A Toby, I think. I'll look it up in a second. Well, I'm glad he's dead because he's clearly an asshole. So quote. Any punishment should have for its aim the reformation and the reclamation of the child. Punishment should not be administered for <laughs> exemplary purposes either. There is no justification for punishing Jack in order that Bill and others be deterred from wrongdoing. Though one purpose of Jack's punishment is the moral rehabilitation of Jack. What? Mr. Toby not only encourages the teaching of obedience to, in, to, to law, but parents and teachers, but states further that all this should uh, indicate his obedience to the golden rule. A large representative group of local teachers attended the annual conference at Milwaukee last week, and schools in Wisconsin were closed in the latter part of the week to permit their attendance. And that, my friend, is the first story of the Wausau Pilot 1921, November 10th issue. Well, not the first, it's not the lead story, but it's on the first page. I... Uh, How are we feeling? I will say this much. Um, even if that was the gist of having to go to Milwaukee for a fucking teacher's conference, I still would have gone just to have two weeks of school off because we don't have that anymore <laughs> for teacher's conferences anymore. <laughs> we don't do that shit, which we, we probably That's should true. because That's they are true. looking us down the barrel. Now, number two, what, what the fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to be loud. It just is so mind-bendingly stupid to hear a person. Because it, it is to me like it's it's back when people used to say this is when journalism was true journalism. But then you know you read this sort of shit, and it's like just it's just one childless man just venting for a half an hour because he probably got called a bitch by a kid on the street and thought I should beat all the children and just like screaming like a fucking yeah. nutcase into the newspaper where some impressionable jackass was going to pick it up and be like, I need to hit you with a stick five times more a day than I normally do. So with that being said, we're going to get a nice little sponsor break in here, right? So we got some fun little advertisements I can read to you. We have an advertiser? We got advertisements in this newspaper. Oh, oh, I thought you meant for specifically. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, I thought we were getting paid. Uh, anyway. We could probably say that we could probably say these places advertise on our podcast because let's be real, they're not they're not around anymore. That's good. That's actually better. That's the best part. We don't have to pay them fucking royalties for anything. First off, it's a lead pipe cinch. If the Wausau Plumbing and Heating Co. does your work, it is to be depended on because their motto is to do things right at right prices. A lead pipe cinch. Yep. That's pretty it's a average. Lead pipe cinch. Causes nice cancer. Also, get your felt and comfort slippers at Lens and Born Key. Price is one dollar and up. Your what slippers? <laughs> felt and comfort slippers. Felt and comfort sounds right. That's normal. That sounds like what like the like if you're from Wisconsin and especially from central Wisconsin, which most of you aren't. But we used to have a place called Mall Furniture. I oh, think yeah. it was Wausau. And I remember in my childhood the it's not clear, it's clearance clearance, which was like this old fucking mid-80s commercial they used to roll out every Thanksgiving just for the, I guess for the lulls of it or something. Like, just hearing that just reminded me of I think I had PTSD for a second from that fucking thing because of what you just said. 
Oh man. All right. So when you want it watered right, recharged right, repaired right, rebuilt right, we are here to make your battery last longest and give the best of dependable service, regardless of its trade name. A trial proves Bears Battery and Supply for your 94th Street. Do you have to water your battery? Is that what it said? We have barrels of it. What? <laughs> Distilled water for your battery. For your battery troubles, see us. RH Smart Sales Co. Okay, hold up. I, I got a fucking a distilled water in a battery. I've never heard. Uh, I'm guessing it was probably for like early like model A cars. And if, if, oh, if you it, know more about this shit than we do, feel free. Let us know. Because we definitely. Battery we maker. Know. Adding distilled water to your camper battery. So it is actually pretty a normal thing. It's probably meant for more of an industrial sized thing. But yeah, it's probably more or less. Battery fluid. This all sounds like this is made up to me, but I know it's real. Long autumn nights drain the battery. Long night use and slow start starting reduces the battery condition to the danger point. Batteries danger have point. us uh, better have us keep a strict eye on it by frequent tests and also give it an outside charge when needed in our shop. Bears battery and supply. Um, they're yeah, pretty smart normal. Hat, smart hat shop, the latest in hats and mil millinery. <laughs> Millery. I do run miss down, that. Run down, question mark. Kidding bladder troubles are not limited to men. Housework or work in office or factory causes women to severe suffer from weak, overworked, or disgust, uh, deceit. Uh, God. Distaste. Kidneys. <laughs> the, the copy of reading got a little bit messed up there. The symptoms are puffiness under the eyes, yellow skin, Constant tired feeling, lack of ambition, nervous condition, backache, rheumatic pain, sore muscles, stiff joints. Fully kidney pills. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to pause for a second for you read that contact for me. Um, It just sounds like half of the symptoms sounded like fucking jaundice and like any sort of yeah, brain yellowing disorder. Of the eyes heavily yeah. Bad. Yellowing of the eyes and skin. <laughs> Fully kidney pills get right at the cause of suffering and misery. Relegate the kidneys and bladder, and restore the dis the dis disease organs to sound and healthy condition. Mrs. Okay. W. M. Fisher, two two thousand nine Woodburn Avenue, Avenue, Lexington, Kentucky, writes, "I am just getting along fine. I am taking fully kidney pills every other night." You should have seen me before I started. I was yellow as gold. Now my eyes and skin are all cleared up. My kidneys do not bother me at night anymore. It will help some other poor soul who is suffering. You may use my name whenever your medicine is advertised. Sold everywhere. Well, we didn't use his name, so fuck it, I guess. It's a missus. I love how she's like, I was yellow oh. gold. <laughs> okay, buddy. You want to? Okay, I'm about to read out some context here for fucking fully kidney pills. So this is fully kidney from, pills. This yeah. is called the MadeInChicagoMuseum.com. Oh um, God. This is a no. This is a legitimate website. It looks like, but no. I'm saying, oh god, what are they going to oh, say? Okay, here we go. like... John Burton Foley was one of many opportunistic men of the Gilded Age to find his fortune in proprietary medicines, aka patent drugs, the cure alls that required no scientific substantiation to sell to the public. The oh, Chicago Museum has tracked several similar quackery kingpins from the same area, including E.C. Dewitt, William Root, and arguably Wallace Abbott of which people, I'm sure I will probably put a fucking episode together for them. Um, while each of these men banked massive profits for the proliferation of glorified placebos, John Foley was quite unique in at least one respect. 
he was the only one who got an entire town named after him. Oh my god. He had a name. We, had a we need to do an episode on John Foley. It needs to happen now. Oh, probably. We should do like a, I guess you could do a behind the bastards-esque sort of thing. I mean, they'll probably sue us into the ground because it's their intellectual property to do stupid people. But yeah, it looks like what did he oh here we go. He was incorporated a town that sprang up from the effort called Foley, Alabama. Still going strong today, population 14,000. The town oh is God. a living monument to John Foley's better angels, although he never permanently left Chicago to live here himself. So it looks like he had a drug manufacturing factory in that area. That's what that was. Although, oh my fucking God. This picture is a banger. I don't know if I can send it to you. Send, send, send it, it to me. Send it to me now. And guess what? When I post this on it, if you want to see what John Foley looks like, Follow us on Instagram because I will be posting that as our episode picture for this episode. Okay, I'm sharing this for you. Number one, this image here. I don't know if Lucas can see it. It might take a hot minute. Dear Lord in heaven. Okay, so tell me what you're seeing just so I know you're looking at the right thing. I'm looking at John fully beating bats with like with a bottles what looks like Foley's kidney <laughs> it, it is but it's even better so because for those of us who i'm not trying to put lucas on blast here lucas can't always see very well so i'm going to just really quick explain what he's looking at so it's it's a, objectively a picture of a guy or foley holding a bottle of foley's honey and tar as he is beating away what looks like those like old timey demons from middle ages like like oh, well, they have, they have fucking got, side like, effects written on them. Whooping that is cough, fantastic. Le gripe. I don't know what that is. Winter cough, the croup, hoarseness and sneeze. God. Oh my god. You just, need to send it me looks this. like a grown-ass man that's just beating animals with a fucking whiskey bottle. Oh, here, Can by you... the way, there's a picture for Lucas. This is what um John B. Foley looks like. He looks like a guy that like is your uncle but you can't go near at the family reunion for unknown reasons that's what he looks what like he, doc, he looks like dr phil with the toupee he does he looks like dr phil with a longer mustache and like thinning hairline so you, okay can you you need to send me this like i'll send it to you after today. yeah i'll send yeah, it to like, you after like presently because this also there's one more kind of advertisement advice for women who suffer i advise every woman who suffer with kidney trouble to try fully kidney pills writes mrs bessie browner 25 22 Coville Avenue, Cleveland. Oh, I could not. Oh, yeah, it does say Ohio. There's it's just an O, though. There's no OH. It's just O. I mean, that back in the day, they had to do it faster. There was a time of business, a time where men could do what they wanted to do. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. This is just a fucking. Hold on, this let, is let, me, let me finish this. Okay, go I ahead. I did not do my housework, but since taking holy kidney pills, I feel like a new woman able to do all my work. They'll help you too. You can do all your work and lie on your back for your husband afterwards. All right. Um, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. This is great. So this is a bold testimonial from from, and it says on the website, random satisfied customers. <laughs> I love it. Okay. This is this is the statement. I had a running saw in my left leg for seven years. A Mrs. Jazz Forest of Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, supposedly wrote to Foley and Company. I spent hundreds of dollars in trying to get it healed. Two boxes of Panacea killed cured me. 
You had a running <laughs> sore on your left leg for seven years. Dear I don't Lord. even know what that means. <laughs> a running sore, huh? Oh my fucking god. We are living in the golden age. Oh, this one just says Foley's worm candy. Um, oh no. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to just let let's, that lit. Let's, let's save some of that. You know, we're going to come back to John Foley at some point, and maybe even next week we'll see what Jake wants to do. Uh, well, it, it wasn't this, but I definitely am interested now. Uh, <laughs> uh, dear God, we're God, definitely doing an episode on him because he is, oh, he is something else. Jesus I do, I do have another story for you. Oh, go ahead. Wausau, man. Lawson Woods at Hurley. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Wausau, man. Lost in Woods at Hurley. Oh, at Hurley. Okay, that makes sense. I know where Hurley is. Paul, okay. Paul Rickert of Wausau, an agent of the Wisconsin Inspection Bureau, spent a number of anxious hours... <laughs> sorry. Spent a number of anxious hours last Wednesday evening in the woods, about 20 miles from Hurley, where he was doing inspection work at a, log- a logging camp. He had completed his work and started back along a logging road to where he left his automobile. In the darkness, he missed the road and wandered about in the woods until almost midnight. (laughs) Unable to see where he was going, it was midnight before he found the slightest indication of his whereabouts. The reflection of light from a freight train guided him to the railroad track within a short distance of the main road. What the fuck? He found his car readily and returned without difficulty. He spent about five hours lost in the forest. Okay, I just—you know what? Back in the day, I, you, there's just something oddly, like, very nice about the concept of a slow news day back in the early 20s, when it was just like a local Hurley man stuck in woods for three hours, just like yeah. I forgot my map in the car, and then I realized I'd gone in a circle, but it, I, I had figured it out. And that was the front page news for a week. Because that's all that was fucking going on in this town. Okay, I got some better stuff for you on page two, though. And by better, I mean also interesting. Let's go. Oh, hold on, you. Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, This has been a romper so far. We just got some personals. We got personals here, Jake. Want to hear some personals from 1921? Oh, I would love to hear whatever these fucking idiots have to say. Can I just say that it's... It's fantastic that in this in this newspaper, they literally just give out everyone's addresses. That's one of my favorite things about old time oh, newspapers. Yeah. I literally these just teams. straight up give out that. addresses. Well, yeah, back in the day, I remember this because like it was um I I because yes, I go on Reddit every once in a while, but I I'm not a dickhead like most people. Um, that that is that's an opinion of myself. Uh, one of the things that I often see is that people will like snapshot something from like a local uh, newspaper. And it's like editorials, personals from Matt on the Street. And it's just like, do you think like women should be paid as much as men? And at least like there's six dudes and one lady. And we all know how the opinions shake down for that. But it's just the dumbest thing I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, it is fucking bizarre. All mm. right. Ready for some personals, my man. Mm-hmm. All right. We're still on page two, by the way. Just These are all on page two. Mrs. Ale Kruntzer is visiting at Duluth, Minnesota. Okay. August Ritger of Marathon spent Sunday in the city. Wait, this is Mrs. all this is? This is all this is. Oh. Mrs. George Giffen was in Minneapolis last week visiting. 
Visiting who? Mr. and Mrs. WLN Mins have been out of the city this week. Oh my god. SS Dingy and John Dingy <laughs> motored to Fremont in the first of the week for a few days hunting. Okay, so this must just we... be like a old person's what happened to you, where did you go without talking to you? Can we talk like... about that that person's game is SSD? No, SS Dingy's the boat. And John Dingy is the person who owns the boat. I'm pretty it's sure. Not. No, SS Dingy and John Dingy motored to Fremont. I think it means SS Dingy, as in the boat. SS Dingy. No, no, no that, those are it's someone's initials, my man. Motored. Oh car. my fucking! Oh, motored! Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I was like, you're not impressed by that? Like, no, I just, I just genuinely thought he had a boat named SS Dingy. Okay, this, there's no way this is the same person because it, it doesn't fit the time frame. But Charles Manson expects to attend the Michigan Wisconsin football game at Madison on Saturday. Oh, and that's he will a bad down tomorrow. That I guarantee, though, depending on the age of this man, if he wasn't dead by 1939 to 1945, he definitely was like, ah, oh, fuck, I share the same name with him. Mrs. L.M. Featherspun, who spoke Monday in the interest of the Elizabeth McCormick Memorial Fund was the guest of Mrs. S.S. Dingy. <laughs> and she came up again. S.S. Oh, Dingy. no. God damn it. <laughs> Geo Silbernagel Jr. returned the later part of last week from Kansas City, where he attended the National Convention of the American Legion. Huh. Oh, speaking of which, here's a fun thing. Um, so... Some interesting information on our Charles L. Manson fellow from Wausau. Um, they have a house that's on the National Register of Historic Landmarks. So really? it's a Frank Lloyd Wright house. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, it's Charles L. and Dorothy Manson house for sale in Wausau. I actually know this house. Holy shit. That's actually pretty cool. All right. Anyway, back, back to what you were saying. But, yeah. And then uh, there's just regular Charles Manson. <laughs> I think there's regular Charles Manson, yeah. Cool. All right, let's take a look. What else we got here? Ooh, okay. So the Wausau Pilot, and this looks like they did publish weekly and entered at the post office of Wausau, Wisconsin in Psychic Class Matter. The Pilot oh. printing and publishing co-publishers, official county paper. The Pilot, 1865 to 1921. <laughs> with, the, with this issue, the Wausau Pilot commences its 57th year of interrupted publication. Since 1865, interrupted, interrupted, uninterrupted, uninterrupted. Okay, okay, all right. Since 1865, the pilot has supplied the people of Wausau and Marathon County with a newspaper that has been, and so far as its editors have been able to make it clean, readable, and newsy. Since its very inception, the aim of its publishers have been the maintenance of a high, unsullied code of ethics, which, as the years have passed, have become more robust. It is through this exalted standard that the pilot has been successful in building up and retaining an un, uh, unexcelled circle of readers that many years of its honest effort to provide all the news that common decency and unswerving unswer truthfulness will permit has won for an inevitable confidence. <laughs> an all right, inevitable well, confidence. That was just a jerk off piece that <laughs> God man. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> What an accusation, exclamation point. We what? experienced a horrible shock the other day when an alderman accused the pilot of, quote, 
making socialist votes for next string's election. <laughs> <laughs> we were so we were as much amused by his assertion as we were by the game of, of those who hoped to retain to retain our present city administration for another term. It was because the pilot had printed what it has felt the uh, uh, the citizens of this community should know about the delay in raising assessments until this period of depressed conditions that we received this rebuke. But we know how much truth there is in this accusation. It's just another bit of self-sufficiency. Okay, can I just talk about, I love the fact that this is like basically someone openly wrote the New York Times and the New York Times itself takes out an entire article in their publication just shitting on this guy. <laughs> I love that I love that though because that is a shade thrown moment that I just for the life of me it is so oh god I love this so much if, going. if he who was a part of this administration will just stop and think perhaps he the thought will dawn upon him that it is not the pilot but himself who had a hand in things that make for opposition in the city hall today? Whether this whether this means the making of socialist votes or merely righteous agitation for a ticket next spring of representative men in whom our citizens can have more confidence, what we what we shall probably see in the near future is the selection of a city nonpartisan slate for next spring composed of about the same timber that occupies elective offices today. What we should see is to take it at least led by a businessman of extraordinary ability who is a financial expert, who has had a, held in a high regard by labor as well as capital, who can be assured to vitalize municipal government. What we want to be sure of is future foresight, which, all not, which will not keep assessments low when they should be raised, which will not keep taxes down to a low mark when prosperity would make possible the payments of higher taxes. In other words, we do not want a reputation of what has occurred the past several years of prosperity. We have had about enough of innate municipal <laughs> government. It is time that we at least try to usher in cleaner, more ambitious, and more exciting, exacting government. That is what the pilot aims at. If the tickets announced for the next spring are not in accord with the standard reset, there shall be no hesitancy in our, our telling our readers this fact, no matter what kind of votes are made. Jesus. <laughs> I love the I love oh, the swing man. around to socialist votes, which is just a catch-all for fucking being a pain in the ass for him. Like for them, it's literally just, oh, you ragged on me, so I'm just gonna call you a communist, and we're gonna just get on that train for a hot minute. Yeah, that was that was a lot, but I that oh was fun. God. God damn. Oh right. Uh, what else? How far are we in this episode? We've we spent a lot of time on that. Far enough? No, it's not far enough. Keep going. <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Keep moving. I just want to know. God no. Uh, lady asked that welfare worker be engaged now. <laughs> uh, okay, hold up, hold up. Okay, I that listening to that title was like having a fucking aneurysm. I'm sorry. Read that one more time. Lady asks that welfare worker be engaged now. Continue. I'm intrigued. Quote, why do you not tell the morals board that the time for a city welfare worker or policewoman is right now? Reads a communication to the pilot this week signed by a Wausau woman. Quote, find out why they are, why they are stalling and publish it. Make the women of this moral board show their hand. 
make them advertise for applicants. Show up for their delay. Show, yeah. Weeks ago, you published that a woman was to be appointed on the police force. And since you have not mentioned it, are there so many women applying for it that the board is delaying a proper decision? Quote, it is rumored that the city council does not want a woman on the force. The lady is quite right. So oh. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> the lady is quite right. Some action should be taken immediately. Okay, it, it's, it's actually going to oh, good. Bad. It's going right. to good place. Okay. Thank God. Uh, the lady is quite right. Some action should be taken immediately at the city hall, but we wish to correct her impression that the pilot has neglected. <laughs> this is literally just a page of gripes, and I'm here for it. I love <laughs> the pilot, it. I love the pilot, newspaper sometimes. The pilot has neglected mentioning this matter. Several times since the council voted to engage a policewoman, the pilot has questioned the delay both in its news and editorial columns. We are convinced that the women of Wausau, the women of Wausau are right to are right in drawing uh, conclusions that are that are unfavorable to the city hall, where the pilot was to told that there had been no policewoman engaged because there had been no app engaged. Uh, there had been on ah oh, Jesus. This side is a lot. The plot. The pilot was told that there had been no policewoman engaged because there was there had no engaged. No, oh my God, it's just there's been no applicants is what they're saying, is what they were told, but it's a lie. The council did not instruct waiting until there were applicants. It uh, it authorized the appointment of a policewoman. If there are no applicants, it's up to the city to hall to find someone capable of filling the position. There are there have already been suffi sufficient that is weary stale, stale wait what the hell sorry this wording is really yeah there has already been sufficient that is quote weary stale flat and unprofitable I don't know how that ended but essentially it's just saying hey get your shit together we know it, it, yeah I was gonna say because it sounded at first like it it was a um. Like it sounded like they were saying, like, if you're a woman, you need to get married now. But it's more like a, yeah, like, well, how come you guys are just dragging your ass on this thing? So, fair enough. All right, continue. I'm going to read now a quote on Armistice Day. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go back and, in and do it again. <laughs> and compliance with the proclamation by President Harding, a resolution adopted by Congress declaring November 11, 1921, in honor of the burial of the unknown American soldiers at Arlington National Cemetery at a national holiday. I deem it an obedient duty to assist in carrying into effect the orders given by the highest authority of the country. May I therefore request the citizens of Wausau to, and on the 11th day of November, uh, 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 desist from the usual business activities and join in the observa observation and celebration of the third anniversary of Armistice Day uh, as solicited in the proclamation by President Harding and will be designated by the General Committee of the Talbot Montgomery Post of the American Legion and all other, and other active organizations. Emil Flatter. Mm. That's actually not that bad. I mean... I'm in in my no. brief understanding. That's just more of a like we're gonna be doing this thing. So, I mean, essentially, that's just kind of saying you know like that's uh, something important for uh, the country. Yeah. And at that time, it was. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Every Thursday night, season's greetings. I'm not quite sure what this is, but we're gonna find out together. Okay. I think this is like <laughs> poetry or like oh. things like. Even this one's called Seasons Greetings. 
this is the gay house cleaning time. Three rousing, rousing cheers for that. We eat the chow somewhere, somehow, and sleep on the edge of, of a slat. Huh? The second title is called Mets, period. Mets? And Mets, like M-E-X, and I'm kind of oh, scared where this is going to go. Okay, I thought Mets like the baseball team for a minute. Oh, it looks like this is just news now. Via, the Mexican bandit. Oh, God. <laughs> the yeah. hell oh, has here retired... We go has retired from a life of murder and theft and is now a farmer. <laughs> he has just purchased the prize Holstein Bowl of Iowa. We always thought Vita's Mexican Bowl was pretty good. Oh, it's a, supposed to be a joke. Oh, God. Oh, oh, that's a joke. Oh, here I thought it was just shaded racism, but even better. Uh, it's still pretty shaded racism. Well done. Um, oh, God. A big deal. The Soviet government of Russia has just oh, authorized God. the issue of five trillion seven hundred and fifty billion rubles. Okay. Somebody in Russia is getting ready to buy a postage stamp. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's actually pretty good. That that's a good one. Oh man, inflation's a bitch, isn't it? Oh, um, it really is. Uh, it's not like it's not like capitalism's got that problem. Uh, the restless age. Mm. Four women, Irish political prisoners. Oh, here we go. From Mountain Joy Prison. Mountain Why Joy. should anybody care to run away from a place so happily named as Mountain Joy and take <laughs> up life again in, 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 the, in the benighted, quote, veil of tears? <laughs> Fashion. Paris decrees that women must have muffs on the legs this winter, mm. and some should have cuffs on the ears. I don't know. I don't know. What right. Dis- discovered. They're not all winners, okay? Oh, no, they're not. Geolo- ge- geologists say there is no reason why oil and gas should have, should not be found in Wisconsin. We have found them both. A young man came into the office yesterday selling his wares. He was very smooth and highly impregnated with an irrespable iris- 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 seraphorn gassiness. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. What is the matter with us? Too much work, not enough work. Too much money, not enough money. Too many. Well, don't worry. Nineteen twenty-nine will solve that. Overproduction in all lines. We need more pacifists. We need more warriors. We talk too much. We don't say anything. Too many chicken hearts. Too many hard hats. No. Yeah. Too many many chicken hearts. Too many hard hearts. We run around in circles. We don't move in any directions. Faith, hope, uh, clarity, sunk. That does devil. Too much of everything, not enough of anything. Uh, okay. Not bragging. Okay. California announces through for her fruit growers association. Her, Jesus. Okay. Apparently, California is a woman now. California announces through her fruit growers association. During the past year, California has sh- shipped to the people of the country 15 million cases of luscious, juicy oranges and an occasional lemon. <laughs> Okay. November. The melancholy days have come, the saddest of the year. But don't despair. If you get blue, remember, there is drugstore beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love that. I love that one. That's good. All right, let's do that one one more time because I just I love it. You fucked that no- up so bad. Let's do it again. November. The melancholy days have come, the saddest of the year. But don't despair. If you get blue, 
remember, there is drugstore beer. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I gotta know what drugstore beer is now. I think it's mean you can buy beer at the drugstore. Well, is it that though? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Where else are you gonna buy beer? Yeah. Holy shit. All right, I guess that would be true. Um, I'm gonna skip that one because I have no idea what they even say. Snake eyes. Snake eyes. It just says news item in front of it, so it seems maybe this is real. I don't know. A blue-skinned <laughs> race of savages has been discovered in... Oh, God. Oh, uh, here we go. What is it? I got a power uh, through. Uh, a blue-skinned race of savages has been discovered in Africa with, not to, with nothing to do all day and every day but play. African golf and watch the galloping dominoes come sev. It is little wonder that they are blue. Huh. I honestly, I'm just we're just gonna move on from that one. Yeah, we're just, that one's bad. That yep, one's bad. That, and that's only just bad. It's a bad joke, and it's also racist. So they that could feel bad just, both ways. Fuck whoever the, made that. The cunning fox. Washington reports the gentlemen have who have been selected by the various nations of the world to represent their governments at the uh, disarmament com- conference are the ablest that could be found in the in several nationalities. There are men who are bright, active, and intelligent, possessed of a deep knowledge of world affairs, and of course, men of the of the highest integrity. Nonetheless, nevertheless, if you are sitting in a poker game with this company of the world's high heights, we would advise you to stop, look, listen, watch your step. Wait, what? But I, again, I'm not. It almost sounds like it's a failed, like a thinly veiled so, so comment on this avoiding business. Some of these are Dutch, some of them are funny, some of them are fantastic, like the drugstore beer, and some of them make me want to just curl up in a ball. Um, <laughs> the female of the species. During the recent con- oh, convention no. of the Wisconsin teachers held in Milwaukee, oh boy, conference is coming back, uh, heated battle arose over skirts, shall they be long or short, and over hair, ta- or bobbed or unbobbed. Why not, scr- why not scramble the issue and compromise on something like this? Do away with the both. Oof, oh God! Do away with both skirts and hair, and let all the <laughs> teachers appear in a uniform of bloomers and bald heads. No, no argument possible then. Everything peaceful. <laughs> I guess if you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> that just sounds like a man getting super sad. I don't even give a shit about fashion. Let them all just come in and perfect pajamas. Sit there, show up, and show up with your bald head or something. It's just like, God damn. All right. Garden of Eden, James okay. Bell, 104 years old, and his wife, 102. She doesn't get a name, apparently. I guess not. Wife does. Uh, uh, her name is Wife, and that is all you need to know. Apparently. I've just celebrated their 85th wedding anniversary. They live in Abrams, Wisconsin, and are happy, contented, and in full possession of their faculties. They, they attribute their long and successful lives to hard work and close-to-nature living. If anyone was looking for the Elysian Fields, let him point his steps toward Wisconsin. Mm. Well, that's just a feel-good story. Yeah. Uh, what will the harvest be? <laughs> Lenin <laughs> and Trotsky. Oh, no, Lenin. Uh, Lenin. Lenin. There you go. Lenin and Trotsky <laughs> are as adamant when it comes to letting the poor, helpless Russians assert themselves in any way. They have the marble heart, not to mention the bone head. Uh... They never will be missed. Fashion note says wristwatches have gone. 
They didn't what? take any. They didn't take any time with them because they never kept it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love the confidence that of some is, of these stories. That is the biggest fucking like this I've ever heard of a wristwatch. Oh to be honest with you, it's just pretty I crazy. I love that. I love the fact though of like this one of those weird like as the like the fad of a wristwatch was going up because the technology wasn't available they're like and good riddance i tell you what that wristwatch is gone forever never coming back it's just like asshole it, they exist it never, now it, it never took the damn time <laughs> never took the damn time mostly because i didn't put batteries in it it's like, uh, what? okay this one's called speed boy george hosfield is the champion typewriter of the world on a standard machine he can write 136 words a minute which is much fa- which is much faster than your mother-in-law can talk. Whoa! <laughs> got him! Oh god my damn, god! Right. That was wild. Um, hero right. of the hero of the hour, Marshal Falk, the great soldier of France and one of the world's greatest soldiers, is a guest of the nation. He has been given the warmest and the wildest of welcomes. He has been raced all over the country to be seen by men. To be wined and dined, to be received, to be reviewed to the cracking limit. He has been presented with degrees, diplomas, keys of the cities, and wild cats. What the? Wild what? Degrees, diplomas, keys to the cities, and wild cats. Wild cats? C A T S cats. Doesn't really fit there, but you know. I think he, is yeah. he talking about pussy. I, I don't know. He I have this weird asked, feeling it's a veiled euphemism for something. He has been asked to kiss white babies, black babies, Chinese babies. Oh. God, okay, hold up. Whoa, ragtime babies. Ragtime babies. <laughs> and what the fuck is all, a ragtime baby? Through all this swift and tough, tiring program of a nation's desire to do honor to a great and good man, Marshall Falk has maintained his poise, his health, his good humor. There's a reason. He uses no intoxicating liquor. And during the half hour before bed he, time, he lights up with the old briar pipe. <laughs> what relaxation, what, uh, what comfort, what a rest for the raveled nerves in the moment of quiet c- communion with old briar. Stretched out in the easy chair, no coat, no, no collar, feet crossed, hands held la- limply over the arms of the chair, eyes closed until he sees dimly through the, the lashes what visions, what dreams. What a magnificent possession of beautiful memories pass in review as the blue clouds issue forth. Marshall Falk, this is a great fraternity, fraternity of us that use our password, hail the briar pipe. Okay, so Ragtime Baby um, is, there's nothing of that variety here, but I will tell you what, the images that come up are problematic. Uh, a lot of blackface. A lot of blackface. Yeah. An inordinate amount of blackface, in fact. Holy God. Oh, boy. All right. Um, yep. All right. Um, be of good cheer. The month of November is a drear old thing, but this mild one gives promise of an early spring. Okay. And the, and the last one on this list is called Four. The squirrels have been stealing golf balls at the country club the only thing they need now to to mark them as seasonal golfers is to acquire some of the language <laughs> <laughs> jesus that shows you the type um, of fucking humor we have 
where it's like oh, it's man. a dad joke. All of this was just dad jokes, and I'm like racist one. uncle corner. <laughs> Honestly, the, I the love it. Whole, oh man, the one whole thing was just the whole freaking like, oh god, the story about the beating of the kids is just—it's a lot. Well, it, it's just like so fucking aggressively on the nose. It's just one of those things that's like, it's like when you listen. It, it comes from the same for me. So it comes from the same thing that I think of with like the Scopes Monkey Trail down south or like um, integration in schools where it's like it's just an editorial of one person just fucking rambling for fucking like two and a half paragraphs. Like, no, sir, I can beat my kid. I beat him whenever I want. I'll beat him so bad that he calls me mom. And it's like, what? Oh, um, how about another announcement, huh? An advertisement? You ready for another how one? About? Yeah, let's do it. Announcement. We have just installed a large simplex foot x-ray machine for the use of the public, an innovation in modern shoe fitting methods. <laughs> with, with the aid of this machine, your problems of receiving a positive, accurate fit becomes a simple task. The exact position of the foot in the shoe is plainly visible as well as the articulation of the bony foot structure. This machine has been installed for your convenience and use and is at your service at all times. Mothers, explanation point. You will find this an extraordinary help when buying shoes for the children. For with it, you will be able to judge and decide an absolute correct fit. Nothing is left to chance. Foot troubles pertaining to the arches can be quickly and accurately diagnosed and recommended by the proper supports and appliances. Come in now and have your feet x-rayed and see the exact mechanical working. No charge. Expert shoe fitting service. The Simplex foot x-ray machine is used in Wausau, Wisconsin, exclusively by B. Mayer Shoe Co., Wausau's largest and best shoe house, 311 Street. Nice. Love me some shoe supports. Yeah, and clearly it's worked because they're just everywhere now. Yeah. Just fantastic. Uh, let's see if there's anything else worth talking about in this fantastically crazy newspaper. Oh, hold on. We might have some fun stuff. Oh, even better. Let's lay it on me. Well, I need to pull the this part. Of it. It's a little bit less user-intuitive than I'd like because I have to, every page is its own thing. Yeah, fair enough. Mm, how about Colombian president quits? All right, let's go with it. I'd love to hear their opinions on Central American people. Resignation follows opposition in the chamber to treaty with the United States. Bogota, November 8th. Opposition to the Colombian Chamber of Deputies to the ratification of the treaty with the United States reached such a point that President Suarez decided to resign office. The Congress will meet at once to elect a uh, Provisional president to act until the, ne the next elections are held. Fair enough. Miss Bertha Con. Oh, let's take a minute to respect the name of Bertha. Let's just <laughs> let's soak that in. It's really just a. Oh my God, Miss Bertha Contacuzzi, beautiful deb debutante of the season in Washington social circles. She is a granddaughter of Mrs. Frederick Dent Grant and great granddaughter of President Grant. Oh, oh, whoa. All right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well done. Not bad. All right. Respect. 
All right, let's see, let's see. I just, we have to take a minute to just really just take into account how crazy this newspaper has been. The, the first page started with a man literally saying World War One was caused because people didn't spank their children. And I don't think we spent enough time talking about that. You know, I, 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 mm, <laughs> I'm afraid that'll give it some fucking, like, justification. Ooh, how about this one? I got another ad for you. Large uh, can, up. 12 ounces, 25 cents. Made and guaranteed by Royal Baking Counter C- Company. Contains no aluminum or <laughs> alum. Use it and save. Dr. Dr. Uh, Dr. Price's phosphate baking powder. Okay, hold on. Okay, just, just a minute. Phosphate baking powder. Yes, sir. Okay, a phosphate, salt, ester, anion of phosphoric acid derived by removal of pla- replacement of one, two, especially all three hydrogens, phosphoric acid. Phosphate powder? What yes, is sir. And he's saying you can use it for cooking, right? Yes, sir. Baking. Side effects, dosage, and interactions. Let's see. This comes from verywellhealth.com. Ah, fuck it. I'm going phosphate. Okay. What does it do to people? Chemistry, biochemistry. Oh, this is all specific. Important occurrence of phosphates in biological systems is the structural material of bones and teeth. The structures are made of crystalline calcium phosphate. Um, phosphates and medicinal salts of phosphorus. Some phosphates may cure tiny urinary tract infections or make urine more acidic. <laughs> Two, oh, what the fuck? It's, All not, right. it's not good. It's not good. It's not <laughs> meant to be cooked with. Right? They hear phosphoric acid and or phosphate, and I think of like, phosphoric acid and i think of like derivatives for like fucking explosives so just just wanted to let loose on that for a hot minute all right so announced bout early in december mcdonald mcdonald versus olsen is first scheduled fight boxing bouts that will attract hundreds of local sportsmen and will particularly appeal to ex-servicemen became familiar with the sport while in army and navy are now being arranged by a local com- committee. The first one to take place, in all probability, during the first week in December. I love how like, it, it probably happened the first week of December. We'll see. When it is expected to have Jack McDonald of this city match against Fightin' Olsen, who defeated Bud German, Bad, uh, excuse me, who defeated Bud Gorman in Kenosha last week. Although the latter outweighed the him by 30 pounds. A committee uh, composed of George Dreischmann, Newman H. Bells, and Ernst Ernest uh, A. Don Jr. is arranging the bout, the former having charge of the promoting. Mr. Uh, Bells, or Mr. Bellis, excuse me, acting as treasurer and the later assuming charge of publicity. On Monday night, George Dreisbach went to Milwaukee where that evening with C.A. Christensen and E.A. Dunn Jr. of this city, where the three saw an excellent match. Mr. Christensen has gone to Madison to arrange for further bats. Mm. Good referee. George Steinhauer, a member of the University of Wisconsin Athletic Department, has been obtained to act as referee. And Mr. Dries, 
Bach, er, okay. they literally separated his name. And it, that's actually that's just bad writing. That's bad writing. Wishes to assure the public that the fights will be conducted in a clean, wholesome manner, wholly behind reproach. The bouts are to be conducted under the auspices of the Talbot Montgomery Post of the American Legion, and an application has already been made for the state for permission to conduct them. Jack McDonald is training each evening under the direction of Spike Henderson in a room under the Delmonico Cafe with our witnessing the practice Okay, Delmonico Cafe. I gotta figure out where that is. How about the fact that he's literally practicing under a diner, throwing punches, presumably beef like Rocky, just get ready to try to beat this guy that just beat a guy 30 pounds more heavy than him. Like, that is know. just such fun storytelling. Can we just take a moment, man? I, I mean, I respect oh. it. I really do. So Delmonico Cafe is okay so then the pictures that come up it yeah he's just fighting in the basement of a restaurant <laughs> yeah he's literally just presumably beating the shit out of somebody in the basement of a restaurant yeah pretty much that's what it looks like i mean maybe this right. is delmonico in fucking new york but still like yeah i mean Oh, man. How about, Jake, we're going to end off episode one of our newspapers uh, episode with some high school notes. And I love to hear nothing of the opinions of a high schooler. Let's let's I, wrap I, it up. I, no, I, I think it's just notes on, like, things that happen, like... Oh, even better. School. Okay, all yeah. right. On Wednesday afternoon, there's a short mass meeting to instill some pep into students for the Stevens Point game. Joe Winetsky, who led the Oh my God, Polish, who led the meeting, called upon members of the team for short talks. Edmund Sawyer, the school's cheerleader, led a few snappy yells. Edmund Sawyer, which is a guy, but yeah. I respect that. I just It's hilarious to me to think that it's a school's cheerleader because there was no role right. for that when you and I went to school. It was, I just imagine an old World War I vet with a limp or a missing leg <laughs> screaming, get happy! Get happy now! Just screaming <laughs> at a group of children. Miss Huss, Mr. Snyder, Mr. Maxwell, and Coach Lean gave short talks. A big snake dance was held on Friday evening, and the students showed their usual pep in yelling and singing. Jackson Taylor and Frank Barden were forced to lead the dance, as neither Edmund Sawyer or Carl Geisler, the regular school cheerleaders, were present. Oh, I hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Snake dance. Yep, that's what it says. What is that? Well, oh, that's a fucking image. Well, I looked up snake dance, and it's a picture of a guy from Vanuatu with uh, but looks like weights attached to his balls. So, uh, that's I'm pretty sure that's not what it was, but that's not it, but still. Like a snake dance, like what the fuck would that even look like? White people snake dance. Let me just look that up real quick. No way. What does that even look like? It's just dancing with snakes. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It must be some dumbass thing from way back in the day. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily surprising that we don't really have a reference for it. Well, I mean, that's a good point in that because white people don't know how to dance. Oh, hold up. There is a faultyfairy.wordpress.com video of what is called Snake Dance 1954. 
right, you want me to pull that up? I don't know if the audio will contaminate or not. No, don't do it. Don't do it. I don't know what where it is. Now. Picture. What is this? Oh, I'm scared. Okay. I don't even know I'll, I'll watch it, not the sound. Okay. Well, okay, well so he's watching that. Oh, my God. This is something. Hold up. I... Mm, all right, Lucas, you're going to need to see this. Um, the, the scratch was what you see. Well, it's a man dressed in a, like... It says Ben. Oh my fucking god! It's just the title of the YouTube video is "Bendy Girl Does Snake Dance." I, I don't know about this then. Well, this is like some sort of odd kind of porn. I don't know what this is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is not what they were doing. I'm just. I like, can't I'm imagine it's like Cirque du Soleil but stupider. Yeah, they're oh, definitely not doing this. What is this? No. All right. Um, okay, I don't like what I'm looking shit. at. I'll tell you what, uh, you can, yep. you've, got, you've, got, you've got plenty of time to watch porn after we're done recording, I, okay? Oh, you bastard. I will tell you that they gained their good and hyped up before they lost 30 to 7 to Steven's oh, point. So. Oh, no! <laughs> no. Yeah, I was reading it. They definitely got their asses kicked. Um, I, I guess they didn't snake dance hard enough. And that's why Wasa will never be as good as us. And yeah, fuck you, Wassa. And you uh, and your yeah, racist so, newspaper. Well, I'll tell you what, I think this was a fun time. Um, I, I believe you had a fun time, Jake. Uh, at least, oh, god, you know, I had a fucking time. Kind of shit oh, comes well. up in this stuff. Um, but I... we, hope you enjoyed, we hope you enjoyed the first trip into old racist, funny, and also insane newspapers and not. Not funny because they're racist, but they're all dualities. No, we're laughing you. at them because they're racist, only because we are laughing at the racists for writing and... their bullshit beliefs into the newspaper. Exactly, that's what we're laughing at. This bullshit in this newspaper. But it was an interesting read, and we learned a lot about what people used to like to do and say back then, so that's, yeah, it's fun, right? Yeah. It's fun. No, I think it was it was great, because it indicates that, given give or take, um, we're just as bad as we were back then. But we're also better yeah. than we the were. Problem, the fact that I could actually see someone advocating for World War One being caused by uh, not spanking, you know, people, I could see it happen as a modern conservative movement, and that's even scarier, right there. So and you see it being part I, of the modern number one modern conservative, but also part of like the modern conservative and evangelical movement. See, what I really want is to look at a newspaper in twenty years from now, and then just have them talk about how. Hitler would have never would have just gotten into art school and never become a Nazi if we just his mother had just spanked him in the ass a couple more times. Honestly, we would never though, have had the Holocaust. There, is, there has been some people advocating that if someone had just told him that his paintings weren't that bad, that he wouldn't have become a fucking tyrannical nutcase. Which I, I have several questions, uh, most of which I have several oppositions to that concept of thinking. But... So that's like the opposite of this, though. It's like, oh, man, if he would just been, like, encouraged more in the arts, he wouldn't have killed millions yeah, of Jews. But I don't know if the Jew Like, I wonder with him if it would have just been the fucking same, regardless. He'd just been a racist artist. I think he's just a racist asshole either way. He's um, a racist asshole. I just think in that he would have been a racist asshole that give or take we'd still probably be dealing with bullshit anyway but yeah anyway 
All right. Well, that has been episode one of the To Be Named Later current series where we go through old newspapers and we talk about some crazy shit. Um, we hope you enjoyed this first episode. Um, again, this is every other week. So uh, every other week you can look forward to Jake and I rambling over some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess that's every episode, really. Um, but next episode, we're going to be doing... Uh, so every other week we'll be doing this and every other week we'll be doing some actual research stuff and jake honestly i think you gotta do the kidney pill guy next week that's i think that's gotta be what we do because it's too perfect and i feel like there's gotta be a crazy story behind that man there probably is okay to leave you off on it uh i did find a picture of several white people from what looks like a mormon high school doing a snake dance so it's not the weird fucking thing it's not the point you're watching actively no 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 oh this is like they're just holding hands and, like, snaking around. They're just holding hands and running around like assholes. This is really all it is. That's yeah, I that just love the picture because it's just, like, several plus-sized white women and several white men. Uh, no, it's, like, two plus-sized white women and several white men <laughs> just running around in the dark Listen. in what looks like in front of the library of a university somewhere. I can only imagine it's at BYU. I've got no problems with the plus-size white woman, by the way. Go off, queen. You are beautiful. But I will say this. Probably, can we be less white? Can we please be less white when it comes to public expressions of things? Yeah. It's it's also done. But, hey, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, We're back in black. And, uh, yeah, you can find us on the social media sites I mentioned earlier, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can find podcasts wherever you can find this podcast and any podcast site that's pretty much in existence. Uh, yeah. So check that out. If you want to buy some merch, we got merch out there. We're going to develop some more merch once we feel like figuring out what the hell that's going to be. Uh, but if you got any ideas for that, feel free to drop a line to hatchiffy101.gmail.com. And uh, yeah, it's been great being back. And uh, I don't know. I think you're happy to be back, Jake. I have our comments. It's nice to be right. back back in the New York groove, even though we're nowhere near that town. And honestly, right. it's it's glad, glad to be here. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hello, and welcome to the Least Haunted Podcast, a place where science, skepticism, humor, and anthropology meet to discuss all things spooky, haunting, supernatural, and sometimes just the plain stupid. Join me, your host, Cody Franks, and your co-host, Garth Von Annen. That's me. Hi, everybody. As we journey all around the realms of the paranormal sciences to look with a critical and skeptical eye at various and sundry topics such as spontaneous human combustion, talking mongooses, various frozen hominids, St. Elmo's fire, and the Mothman, and also an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation for some reason, and a couple scripted radio play holiday specials. So join us every other week for a fun and hopefully entertainingly informative dive into all manner of spooky and strange occurrences, people, places, and things. Nouns. Nouns. The Least Haunted Podcast. Because the only thing that's haunted is you.